Why, and welcome to the New Life Dresher Church's podcast. We are a church in suburban Philadelphia that exists to know Jesus and to make him known. And my name is Anthony Gamage. I'm the lead pastor here at New Life. And I wanted to just share a quick post-Easter meditation with you. So a disappointment our family uh, has experienced over this last month of quarantine was the absence of March Madness, which is a huge collegiate basketball tournament for those who don't follow sports. And as insignificant as this really is in the midst of the magnitude of suffering throughout the world right now, this tournament was a bright spot in our year as we, after really not caring about college basketball for an entire year, would annually fill out our brackets and huddle around the television to watch upsets, Cinderella stories, and buzzer beaters as we competed with one another to see who had the best bracket. The reward for winning? Well, the victor gets to choose where we would take the family for dessert. Well, the person who won in 2019 recently reminded me that even though I had promised these victor spoils, I had never followed through with what I said would happen. The good news for me is that now I have a whole year until the next NCAA tournament to make good on my promise. Well, maybe there's a time in your life when someone was depending on your follow-through regarding something you had said and it never happened. And maybe the outcome of that failure was as trivial as a missed trip for ice cream. But maybe the outcome was far more significant. Well, last week as I was approaching Easter, I did what many Christians do during Holy Week. I read uh, the, the Easter story. And as I was reading Matthew twenty-eight six, a certain phrase jumped out to me. It was when the angel of the Lord was speaking to the women as they approached the empty tomb. And he said, He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Did you catch the extra commentary in there? For he has risen as he said. As he said. What an interesting phrase for Matthew to add. Isn't it enough that he had risen? Did we need that extra commentary? Well, as I've been sheltering in place this past month, I've thought about the disciples huddled together in fear Friday through Sunday of that week. Fear for repercussions from the Jewish or Roman authorities. Afraid that they just wasted the last three years of their lives following this guy who claimed to be God, but who's now dead. I wonder if part of what was going through their mind was something along the lines of, is any of what he taught us true? Their life experience in that moment could certainly call that into question, couldn't it? Especially places like Matthew 6, where Jesus taught uh, that he would provide for them. They were worth more than birds who have plenty to eat and encourages us not to be anxious in light of these things. Could they even trust that at this point? I also wonder if their minds drifted back to what they said or what they saw when their friend Lazarus was raised from the dead by Jesus in John 11, where he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Is that true? Okay, sure, he raised Lazarus from the dead, but it seems far more difficult to raise oneself, doesn't it? Well, if Jesus had left what he said, that he was the resurrection and the life, at the tomb of Lazarus, the outcome would actually have been disastrous. The good news is, is that on Easter, Jesus' actions and words collided in the most profound way. Something happened in the disciples in that moment when they saw the empty tomb or saw the resurrected Christ. When they realized he had risen as he said, they went from fearful, thick-headed, and in Peter's case, Jesus-denying vagabonds, to apostles who, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, were the mouthpieces that the Lord used to establish the New Testament church, who, as Scripture historical evidence points, were all save two martyred for the sake of that resurrected Christ. So what happened? Well, simply put, Jesus rose from the dead, as he said. C.S. Lewis says in his book, Miracles, 
that the New Testament writers speak as if Christ's achievement in rising from the dead was the first event of its kind in the whole history of the universe. He is the first fruits, the pioneer of life. He has forced open a door that has been locked since death of the first man. He has met, fought, and beaten the king of death. Everything is different because he has done so. So is that little commentary by the angel important? That Jesus does what he says? Did we need that? Well, I don't know about you, but I sure did. And I sure do today. For me, it means that as we continue in these very uncertain, uncomfortable, and disconcerting times, that I need to continue to stare at the empty tomb, even after Easter. Because on that first Easter Sunday, the most impossible promise Jesus made came true. This was the single greatest thing he could accomplish. If Jesus could defeat the greatest enemy humankind has ever known, sin and death, then I can trust that he can and will keep the rest of his promises. Friends, may we all continue to stare at the empty tomb, the place where Jesus' actions and words definitively come together in a hope-filled declaration that he can be trusted. Thanks so much for joining us today. Take care.